1: Welcome to the (laughs) tea.gg. We finally have a name for it. We finally figured out a name.
2: Yes, go get yourself a cup of tea or some coffee and sit down and we're gonna have another spicy podcast for y'all today.
1: I gotta have the little finger out for the fans. What kind of tea do you have today? What are
2: we on? I have this, this is, um, it's from the Republic of Tea. It's so good. It's like a blackberry flavored like black tea and it's so good i love it
1: so we both went with the fruit tea this week because i have like a fuck it's just called berry tea on the box it's some shit berry
2: tea that's yeah. so like vague
1: <laughs> well, what kind like, of
2: berry is i have no
1: fucking idea <laughs> i should check the box it was from like aldi which i don't know if you guys have aldi or like little and shit like that
2: You know what, I don't, I think we have, yeah, we have Aldi's over here, but I remember Aldi specifically from, like, my time in Europe, so, but I think they're 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 over here too, though. (laughs) There's definitely, there's none, like, around where I live, but I definitely think... There Are some in like when I lived in Louisville, Kentucky? I think there were some, I don't know. They like
1: <laughs> insist, yeah. Well, it's just sort of yeah, like, It's exist. like a budget store, so the, I saw just the Aldi, R&T and I was like, I'll tell you.
2: Aldi, like, I loved Aldi, like Aldi fucks, I swear.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I do like the majority of my shop at Aldi because people are like, Oh, I want to go to Tesco and Morrison's. And if you don't know, if you're an American watching this, it's just your Walmart, Targets, whatever. It's
2: just your <laughs> yeah, standard
1: store, do you not? It's crazy. Um. No. But they're, like, the slightly more expensive stores. And I, I'm good to do my shopping at a budget store. I got no beef with it. Like, I just absolutely
2: 100
1: yeah. cups of ominous berry tea for, like, 20 pence.
2: Girl, <laughs> so. yes. So. Actually, um, this past Christmas, I got an electric kettle... And that shit like changed the game for me. Like I love her so much. She boils water so fast. The one
1: where you just like click it. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. So, this this, <laughs> so good. this this was insane to me because when I came over to the states, I remember everyone just had a coffee machine. I was like, so kettle, and it was not a thing. <laughs> and when I lived in Norwalk for like two months, I insisted on buying a kettle. I was like, what? Yeah. Why would you not? It's so easy and like. Efficient. Right.
2: I mean, we always had like a stovetop kettle but i finally got an electric kettle and that boils water so fast i love it
1: yeah it's much better 100 <laughs> percent.
2: but anyway let's stop talking about our tea, our methods and... tea. yeah, <laughs> get into the episode so what do we have today miss Shelley? tell us
1: so i think we're gonna stick with our regulars our little index of today uh, our contents if you will um uh, we're gonna revisit smash twitter um, we are going to revisit our, our memories so that we can live as <laughs> Oh, spicy Smash Twitter. Um, Not the in... Smash Twitter. <laughs> uh, what a wild week Smash Twitter has been. Uh, it's the 27th of March right now. And it's been a wild week, but we're going to focus on some more of the tournament-heavy Smash Twitter yeah. debates that we've been getting into. Um, But hello,
2: I swear to god, March, like, I thought it was, like, March 1st yesterday, how is March already over, (laughs) what the heck?
1: Someone said the other day that, like, we were 20% of the year already, and I was like... What? I was like, shut the fuck up.
2: (laughs) Life in this panorama is just, does not exist, time does not exist.
1: It really doesn't. I fucking, I remember visiting with my roommate uh, at this park, and I was like, damn, it always feels like I was here yesterday. Nine months! It's been nine months since I just visited (laughs) the park. I've just been stuck in my little hole, like, in this room.
2: I know. So,
1: to to kind of stop us thinking about the shitty little hole we're stuck into, we are going to revisit some memories of a beloved tournament, which we'll get into yes. later on in the line. And then we're going to get a little creative with this, and we will ask subscribers or viewers or whatever the fuck you're doing uh, to reply in the comments what you would do. But we'll get into that later. That's a secret. For yeah, we'll get into that with, later. Let's start with uh, the Smash Twitter. So Shall we? Go, you can take it, take it away.
2: <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about, I don't know, it wasn't like a huge, huge topic in Smash Twitter, but there was a tiny little bit of discourse around netplay versus IRL tournaments, um, and kind of like the pros and cons of each tournament. Um, I guess there was some talk about which format is like more valuable. I don't, Like not I, I guess consistent, yeah, yeah not valuable, consistent. Um, and I guess, yeah, like I said, they both have their own, um, sets of, like, benefits and cons. For example, <laughs> Excuse Net... Excuse
1: me. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this was not my show for long enough, so I have to, <laughs> I to feel like But <laughs> yeah,
2: so, do you want to talk about, like, some of the, like, benefits and cons of, like, Netplay tournaments versus, like, IRL events? Um, yeah,
1: let's let's go into how it started, though. I think, to... to... Put the fans back. If they didn't see how it went on Twitter. So I think where it started was Ginger was talking about how he misses the consistency of live events because he doesn't have to worry about... He said character choice. I don't see why that's relevant particularly, but sure. Um, But he said about not having to worry about his own internet, how the other person's internet will be, the lag, whatever. Like how far away someone is, region lock, all that good shit. Um, To which someone was like, la no. IRL tournaments are not <laughs> consistent, and that was Europe's uh, Nikki.
2: Right, right, I remember that.
1: Which is then obviously where a lot of people got into the discourse, left and got involved, and it was like, absolutely not. IRL tournaments are definitely not that consistent because of reasons that top players have, such as screaming fans and not being able right. to get a sit- set up and all that good shit. So that's where And started. the
2: interesting the interesting to note is that, in general, the trend was that um non-american players or i guess in this case was specifically european players were on the side of no irl tournaments are not consistent at all like net play events are so much more convenient and so much better and then the american players were were all like no our internet sucks over here um like i have so much lag in these sets there's so much variability to like people setups um and that's definitely speaking to like the lived experiences of these players because especially like european players they y'all deal with so much like shit coming over to america you all have to deal with jet lag and like it's rough like i don't think we talk about that like enough like how rough how much harder it is for like europeans um traditionally to have been able to like compete in melee in american events i mean it's like it's so much more expensive to like fly over here um and so of course like <clears throat> european players will value net play events more because they can just stay at home.
1: It's incredibly um, accessible. Incredibly absolutely accessible. Absolutely incredibly
2: accessible. And it's there's a lot more factors to that too, like um, healthy eating options is really big, a lot of player. I I mean I definitely hear that. Like I, <laughs> for example, like when I was in when Big House moved to Detroit, I like hated that because I swear there's no all I ate the entire weekend was, like, pizza from Domino's. And, like, you had to wait, like, three hours for, like, the pizza to, like, get delivered to the hotel. Yeah. It was trash. And, like, you can you can pay, like, $20 for, like, three chicken nuggets, like, <laughs> at the if you buy food from a venue. So, honestly, like, the food options, I think that's such a good argument. Like, I definitely feel that. Um, I think – oh, wait, I think about this, though. Um, this kind of, like, tension between that we're having is, like – Kind of, I think the conversation moves towards, like, what do we value in terms of competition for Melee? Because um, I think, like, one of the things Leffen pointed out was, like, you know, you're not... In netplay tournaments, you don't have, like, a t- thousands of people screaming at you. You don't have, like, people around you in close proximity, like, bumping into you. And that kind of got me thinking to, like, more stuff about, like, how do people handle tournament nerves? How do people... Um, handle fans for and against them um, because that's kind of something that's come up a lot I think in our community is like there will be players like at IRL events um, that get really bad tournament nerves um, yeah, and they just can't really deal with the anxiety like playing in front of thousands of people and so do we like as a community do we value the skill that they have when they're playing melee in friendlies, and there's like no anxiety and stuff like that, and it's just like their raw talent. Um, or do we value more like how people perform in a tournament in front of thousands of people up on stage? When, like how do people deal with like high stakes and stuff like that? Um, and traditionally, we've only cared about tournament, right? Like it doesn't matter like what you do in friendlies. It, the only thing that matters is like how can you perform in tournament. Um, Whereas in Netplay events, um, in my opinion, I think a lot of that tournament anxiety and stuff kind of cuts out. Like I've entered a couple of Netplay tournaments, um, a lot of times I'll have really bad tournament anxiety in IRL events, I didn't really feel that in Netplay events, um, which I think that's an interesting factor to consider and I wanted to hear your view on that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so I am actually someone who personally, like so I'll get into the other factors you mentioned in a second, but yes, very funnily enough, I played a Smash Chisters event yesterday for maybe the first time in two years now I actually with... missed
2: that I can't believe I missed that Oh my disgusting
1: gosh. honestly like yeah. why <laughs> um but yeah so I played in the scratch <sighs> this tournament for the first time in maybe two years and I've always chose to commentate them instead because my not just melee like performance nerves in general has always been an issue for me always I um, so I am the world's biggest choker however sat in the comfort of my own home uh, I, I played really well like don't get me wrong I'm not I game. But I, I was doing some things. No, but I was significantly more relaxed. And I agree.
2: Right.
3: That,
1: um, I guess how I want to word this is the gameplay aspect, if we're talking only the gameplay, the gameplay is obviously significantly more um, consistent IRL. Like, the chances are, yes, yeah, sure, someone might kick uh, an extension cable and, like, it'll turn off the TV. But it's not as regular as someone, like, desyncing from... Um, a slippy or like disconnecting their internet or whatever the fuck if you're talking about experiences that are more likely to hinder your gameplay or like your tournament kind of environment then yeah of course being home is is much better worst case your cat walks in and jumps on your lap or which is a (laughs) classic in this house um but obviously yeah there's a big difference between like oh i don't want to i don't want to see this person at this tournament so i'm going to avoid them oh there's not enough setups there's not enough
3: Mm -hmm. food
1: i'm hungry etc so the actual environment is significantly more consistent at home. Of course it's going to be. The gameplay I would say is more consistent in person. It
2: has to be. Right, and like, yeah, and I think like, I think an example was used was like, people's just performances in general. Like, do you really think Hungrybox would be like, having these like, relatively poor performances for him, like, in IRL, um, at IRL events? um, And yeah, like, I, there there's already been so many not so many maybe but like at least one um example was like a variance within setups is like the controller overclocking issues and stuff like that and so there are like these little tiny things that do affect
1: Oh, I've lost you. Oh. Oh. Are you there? I don't
2: know. I think I am. I think you're
1: back. Okay, I went back. I went back. Technical <laughs> issue. We're back. We're back. Okay, right, I paused the died. <laughs> okay. Right. Sorry. Carry on. What were you saying?
2: Um, but yeah, so basically, like NetPlay does have these like little tiny things that definitely do affect your setup and your tournament performance and the lag that you're experiencing, um, and we might not even like know all of the like all of these contrib- um, contributing factors. Like yeah, w- yeah. So it's definitely interesting. Um,
1: it's also- it all depends on. Sorry, come on, sorry. sorry go ahead <laughs> yeah,
2: come on. it I guess it just depends on like the weight that we give each factor as a community right like how important like how much are we waiting healthy food options how much are we waiting enough friendly setups versus how much do we wait paying like high ping and high lag and but it, you're right and I think um, definitely going back to the American versus European thing like in America, I don't know I don't know how it is in Europe, but, like, I think y'all have, like, a lot better internet options a lot of the time. In America, it's heavily dependent on where you are geographically. So, like, there are some areas where you just can't get, like, fiber optic mm-hmm. um, cable internet. And that's, like, a big factor. And, I mean, for me personally, like, I have Comcast. Um, and I've never felt, like... When Slippy came out, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, it's like CRT, it's like CRT, it's like CRT. And I was like, holy shit, I gotta get the... <laughs> so I downloaded, I'm playing, and I'm like... I don't know. It doesn't really feel like CRT to me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely very, very, very amazing. But I don't, I don't. definitely don't think it's like playing on a CRT. And I don't think other American players would agree with that. Um, yeah.
1: I think, I think the... Um, you raise a good point. I think also the difference here is if I go to the States, the chances are the local scene is thriving. And if your internet is yeah. like... Even if your internet's, like, good, you're just like, well, there's a local, like, two seconds away, and I can play people right. on CRTs, versus, in Europe, our scenes are not that big, like, this, even the, I'd say the bigger ones are probably England and Sweden, maybe, like, Germany still right. has a pretty, like, relatively big one, but in comparison to America, absolutely not. So, like, again, and I referred to it back in our last podcast, was that I was from Wales, where it was, like, six or seven people at the time, whereas now, right. I have, like, the world, the world's my oyster, and I can, I can go crazy. Right. So... It's definitely the choice of okay, your environment is shitty internet, but a fuck ton of locals with great players versus I have good internet but no like no local no no one to play mm. so yeah,
2: that's interesting definitely um,
1: but also so we, we, internet. yeah oh, it's like not very accessible to you if you have garbage internet
2: right absolutely and like the, you get to the point at least in America where like if you don't live in an area that can have like really good internet then you're kind of fucked. I mean like for right now while yeah. we're in this slippy era. Um but yeah I feel like this is an interesting topic cuz like I've definitely thought of net play events um and like where like what their role would play when we can have online i mean offline events come back like I think net play events are great um and but then you and they're like really good for practicing especially practicing tournament environments um but we'll we'll definitely have to keep this conversation going as a community of like the role that netplay events will have in like rankings and stuff and like local PRs like will they count for that? Because um, I don't I don't see netplay events going away when um, IRL events come back. Yeah. I think that would be a, a huge waste. But we we'll definitely have to like there's no like framework um, established already for like the way that netplay events will hold. Like we can't even come to a consensus in in the community about should we have a top 100 rankings for netplay events, right? Yeah. So, it'll be it'll be interesting how this um changes when IRL events come back. Uh, I think back, I,
1: guess. I think when IRL events come back, I think something I would like to see and that maybe off the top of my head right now it doesn't make the most sense, but what has always been an issue, I think Has been the way the rankings have always gone is that 90% of them are American players, and then maybe a small 1% is like a couple of European players, a couple of like Japanese players, yeah. And I remember, like, I remember back in the day. It's
2: just because Americans are the best, Charlie. Get out of here. Oh my god.
1: I remember, I remember back in the day where it was like, it must have been about five years ago because I remember it was when I had my shitty little red dragon overlay on stream and I was talking to American players, and I was like, yo, Triphasian is better than... <laughs> who was the top... Um... I can't remember who the top Peach was at the time. It was an American Peach. Uh, it was it was... MACD? Yes. Yes, it was. Um, and I was like, they're better than MACD. And they were like, oh, you... ridiculous, stupid, absolutely no. Oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Like, why does not come to to American events? I was like, no, I was like, just because <laughs> you don't know who he is doesn't mean yeah. he's not better than your top pick. And there's a lot of players in, like, I remember Prison obviously became a little bit more well-known recently. Mm-hmm. But Europe's been known about Prison for a long time. So what I was getting at was, I think for Europe especially, because Europe definitely struggles with getting their name out there, getting their kind of skills shown to the Americans, because most of the majors are American. And like, we can't all afford to just fly out you know, a couple of times a year. It costs a small fortune. Like, I do it. so much money. I do so it, like, six times, money. T- like, six times a year. Chelly's out here, and like, I...
2: cr- like fundraising 24-7 just to be able to fly to an event. It's trash, like I wish.
1: It's terrible. Ma- it's man, terrible.
2: money sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I have such strong FOMO that I will fucking be there. Yes,
2: absolutely. Um,
1: but yeah, it costs a small fortune. And it's, like, yeah. very rare to the American players come to our majors. So it- I think it would be really great if at least Europe could maintain... A ranking based on online only, which is still, yes, not very good for people who can't get good internet, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's still better than not having anything at all. So, yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. And I, yeah, I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens in America, at least, or I mean, just like globally, too. Like, because we have to have this conversation, I think. We have to establish what's going to happen. Because, like, there's been tension in the community between people that do want online rankings, people that Think online rankings are fraudulent or whatever you want to call it. Um,
1: yeah.
2: So I think we need to have this conversation, but maybe. <laughs> <I wonder laughs> we're know still in the pandemic. Is. So. I
1: haven't like super looked into their reasoning, but I, I do want to know what their reasoning is for like online being fraudulent. Because it's getting to the point where like it's not that delayed anymore. And sure, it definitely like hurts. But a lot of the top players you've talked to, they're like, look, LTC was on monitors. LTC 7 was on monitors. And they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. but you kind of feel the lag at first. But you get used to it, like, very fast. And a lot of the top players have said that. So it's got to the point where we've been in a pandemic for a year. What is fortunate about it anymore? Except definitely. for, like, garbage, garbage internet connection, which is fair. I wouldn't base it. Like, yeah, if for and... whatever reason they had, like, a match and, like, the fucking internet was cr- crazing out and then someone won on some bullshit, I wouldn't count that particular match towards, uh, towards a ranking.
2: Right. But it's it's. I think it's hard, though. Like, I definitely see both sides because, like, I think you definitely have to region-locked tournaments. Um, I think that's pretty yes. vital. But then... What tournament was it? Levo? And, like, it was region-locked up until, like, top 16 or something? Um, there was a tournament that just happened. I think it was
1: what Levo in, like, America. Wait, so it was region-locked up until top 16?
2: Yeah, or, like, some some bracket part. I think, like, top 16, it was region-locked. And then, like, those people, like, played for top 8 and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and... But th- then you get into the thing like, like I was watching a set where Johnny, um, he didn't like disconnect in an actual game, but his internet went down or S two J,
0: um,
2: he his like internet went down. I think that's like, I think I've seen that before from him too. Yeah. Um, and then like that sucks for the other player because like, their game gets their match gets delayed and like maybe they're we're just warming up now they get, you know, like iced out a little bit. So there's a lot of variables, but. We should try to establish a consistent um, guide or like framework for yeah. for this moving forward as a community. I think. I think. That's what kind of my main point.
1: I feel like what would be a good idea for for when IRL tournaments come back because obviously IRL will have the higher prize money parts, is what I assume. But I think what they should do is, and this is just an idea, call it awful, but. I think if they carry on with online tournaments afterwards, the price part has to be significantly smaller. And then what should happen is, if your internet fucking, like, dies in between, that is not the fault of the other player. I think you should just get DQ'd. And even if it only blips out for, like...
2: Tell like, what's a hot n- take! It is a
1: hot take! It is a hot take. But I think, like, that's not for now. <laughs> not for now. Definitely not for now. But right. when IRL tournaments come back, and you can definitely, like, actually fight for your honor, like... Cool, but like, if there's an right, on, yeah. let's say it's like five hundred dollars for the prize pool. But if your internet goes out, you're essentially I think you're like low key icing out the other player, and the other player is like waiting for you and like could be just, right. It I mean? Yeah, so it just sucks. In the same way that like if you pause during a during a match, like you get dq'd or you lose uh-huh. a stock or something like you that. You
2: lose a stock. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but... or maybe we do lose a stock. But right? just think like. As long as the if the prize pool was really high, and then someone forced you to DQ, that would suck. Like it's not your fault that your internet went down.
2: Right. That would be fucking
1: awful. So if we lower the prize pots of online tournaments like super low, so that if you get DQ because your internet was shit, it's like not such a big deal, as opposed to it being like two hundred mm-hmm. pool. But yeah. In like
2: in thing. like your opinion, what if we have this mixture of IRL events and net play events? How do you think like? local PR ranking or like <clears throat> even like a global top 100 would work do you think they should be offline events only do you think they should count some way like we can like de- I don't know develop some way to wait net netplay events less than IRL events but still have them within that like calculation I don't know what would you think
1: comment below for your opinion <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we should be getting on to the next topics I guess That's, like, if we have a can of, like, worms. I don't know. I don't know how you... Like, that's
1: definitely... These are hard questions, right? These are
2: hard questions we need to, like... We haven't really been answering. Like, we haven't really been having this discourse very much. And, well, it's interesting to think about. We'll see what happens.
1: I think we should just... Shun bad internets. I don't
2: know. Just... (laughs) Cancel! Yeah. I think there, there must
1: be a way to, like... If you if you were a well known player for having fucking awful internet, so say say like you and I were like I don't know top hundred or whatever, and then my internet is consistently every fucking event just dying. My results towards uh, my top hundred ranking should only be offline, only only only, because the only <laughs> way I'm winning other ones is probably some bullshit online jerky. But say if you're <laughs> top hundred. And your online is consistent you've like not really had that many issues maybe like a blip here and there and you also mm-hmm. play online i think yours should be a mixture of the results
2: yeah i i see that i think that's like really hard to put into practice especially yeah. with like a lot of people but interesting.
1: yeah it's a, it's a hard one to like to
2: think it's a hard question <laughs> like I, I i mean i think we'll end up going there out of like i think realistically we'll we're not going to be contri- um, factoring in netplay events mm-hmm. when i events come back.
0: Yeah.
2: But I mean all of these questions of like accessibility and that play increases accessibility for the player base. Um, so maybe they should be weighted. You know, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, but yeah, with that, I think we should head into the maybe get into the next topic. If yes. You're down
1: Yes. Um so we were talking about when IRL tournaments came back, if we had the choice, the opportunity, the money um the resources. the resources the resources CRTs to do a tournament <laughs> yeah. where would we do it why would like I think it's a really cool art to be able to do a tournament because not everyone runs a good tournament and you think it's easy like bring your CRTs run the bracket
2: respect easy. appreciate your tournament organizers first and foremost Tip we then. love you <laughs> we love you TOs we, your work is amazing and we love you All right, unless you're
1: a ahead. shitty TO <laughs> like, <laughs> unless you TO.
2: unless you give me the wrong seed fuck you <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, it's like it's not as easy as people make it out to be. You don't just bring the CRT, set them up, and even that is like quite quite the event. Uh, but you know, you don't just bring the CRT, run the bracket. There's there's a lot of nuance to it. Where am I going to put Sponsored it? Sponsored by city. Gaming
2: Generations.
1: <laughs> um, you know, is there is there healthy food options around? Will we get yeah, stabbed in this
2: city? Right.
1: You know, do we want a theme? Like, we're going to make most like, the best.
2: Like, and running events is not like. A cash grab, like people lose money from running events. Like they have to pay so much for the venues, so much for the setups, and then like people don't want to be paying their venue fees if it's over ten dollars. It's like we gotta pay. Like we gotta make these events go positive so also, we can continue having them.
1: God rest plank and his however much money he lost in. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs>
2: absolutely, God bless. absolutely.
1: Um. So the question is, Milo darling, if you could run a tournament. Anywhere with anything at any place any theme <laughs> What how would you do like imagine there's no limitations how'd you do it? Okay, do? this
2: was like such a hard prompt for me. Like it's just so like there's so many there's an infinite amount of possibilities. Like it was so cool. I think the answer I came up with is like very, very basic. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I want a tour <laughs> I want a tournament at the beach. I wanna be on a hotel on the beach think of, like, Smash and Splash, but it's not a water park in Wisconsin, it's, like, a beach in, like, I don't know, California, maybe, like San Miami, Diego. Some shit
1: like
2: absolutely, San Diego, yes, that would be perfect, um, but I, I mean, I just love the beach, I don't know, it's basic, but a girl loves her son, and also, <laughs> I've always um, thrown the idea around of, like, instead of a doubles tournament at a major, can we do a doubles volleyball tournament, because <laughs> I love volleyball. I'm a big volleyball player. I obviously love Haikyuu, anyone that knows me. And if we have the tournament at the beach, we can play some beach volleyball. We can do a doubles like beach volleyball tournament. It would be so sickening. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my dream. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> my dream tournament. <laughs> what about you?
1: So mine was actually very similar to yours. However, mine had a slight difference. I was thinking about... Um, you know how you get amusement parks but they're kind of near a beach or like near some area yeah 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 so I also thought of beach because I I love the sun and I'm a I'm a beach nerd um that's why we get
2: along so well
1: (laughs) thinking a food festival um slash like Okay, uh, what, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like it's like a beach amusement park. So it's not like a it's not like a roller coaster park. It's not like you. Oh uh, god, I don't even know. What I that's have called. no Not idea like Six Flags. That. Not like Six Flags or like like you know, a theme the big park.
2: Ones. Not a theme park. Not a
1: theme park, but like a small, like you know when you go to the beach and they have like the, those shitty like little rides, like dumbass right. rides. like a carnival, like the single,
2: I guess. Of, yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Kind of like that. There's a lot of beaches, or especially in Europe, there's a lot of beaches that'll have like the little, the shitty little like log flume thing, and like, right, right. You can shoot ducks and eat candy floss and shit like that. So I was thinking That's so cute. a tournament like that would be amazing because you would have, and if you had the food festival and shit like that, you have like a bunch of food options. Yeah, um, that's
2: perfect. And
1: then you could go if you want to go and get candy floss or fucking salad or whatever you want to do, go and get. <laughs> wait, what
2: did you say candy floss?
1: Candy floss? What the fuck do you call it?
2: What candy. is candy floss? Candy
1: floss is like the. It's You have like the stick and then it has like pink and like it's like sugar. Cotton oh.
2: candy. <laughs> cotton <laughs> candy. Wait, wait, wait. How is that floss? It's like a cloud. Why? How is that floss?
1: <laughs> if it's cotton candy, why are you calling it a cloud? Is it not cloud candy?
2: No, it's like cotton because it looks like cotton. Clouds look like cotton. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like flaws. Anyway, whatever. Good
1: point. Good point. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you the American that one. I'll
2: That's so one. funny though. Oh my gosh. Um,
1: but yeah, that kind of that kind of like area, that kind of like vibe, like where there's a bunch of food, there's a bunch of like little log flumes and shoot the ducks and.
2: That would be so cute. I would love the, that.
1: Whatever the fuck that kind of thing
2: we can have a we can set up a volleyball net and have my doubles tournament
1: <laughs> we can literally like combine the two if because yeah i mean they're pretty similar. much
2: right right
1: so yeah, yeah, that'd be really that. cute that'd be hype and then there'd be food like nobody can complain about food the only thing i think people could complain about is the bad lighting because if it's sunny
2: well but... i was i wasn't thinking like the actual tournament would be outside i I would love, like, a hotel on the beach.
1: Ooh, that would be hype. <laughs>
2: yeah, and the venue's, like, attached to the hotel. Then you, like, play your round one matches, you go O2, and then you go out to the beach.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, optimally speaking, okay, so there's a place where I used to live. Um, any Welsh people watching this? Barry Island. And Barry Island is, like, some shitty... Barry Island? Barry Island, yeah. You have um... Barry
2: T, Barry Island.
1: No, no, Barry. Barry. Like, B-A... Uh, oh, and, okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. Um, cool.
1: And how how it's set up, there's, there's a beach and there's, like, that little amusement area and there's, like, uh, chip shops and shit like that all there. Um, like, fish and chip shops. And there is, I think, like, a hotel somewhere near it, but it's, like, a hotel and then, like, an arcade slash casino. That's right. So, I'm thinking, if you're not having an actual hotel theme, have a hotel casino with an arcade... With the amusement park and the beach volleyball. And, ball, and a beach. <laughs> and a beach. <laughs> no, and maybe a water park,
2: too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'll just have, to, like, helicopters flying over.
2: Yeah. With, like a <laughs> to... <laughs> like, uh, huge, like, projection screen, like, in the, in the sky that, like... You see top eight on. And
1: then we watch the sunset together, and we release fireworks <laughs> yeah. after. Gra- oh my god, fireworks Afterground files finals would be fucking sick. Actually. Would
2: be iconic.
1: So yeah, oh my gosh, why
2: is why is this not happening yet? Like, what's going on? Come we're on, Tio.
1: Broke. <laughs> That's <we're> true. <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> uh, that'd be sick, actually. So play until like the sun goes down, and then everyone goes on the beach for a little uh, beach fire party with music. Right. Some that would be
2: so. That would be a dream. Oh my gosh. That'd be
1: perfect. That is the perfect tournament. High key. But we want to
2: know all of your comments and followers, anyone listening to the podcast, what would be your, like, dream tournament?
1: Yeah, no limits, no money limits, no nothing. Like, just what, if you could, what would you do?
2: Because even Royal Flush even had just the casino, and that was so much fun. And, (gasps) I I mean, a, a a lot of tournaments have, like, casinos nearby that are always super fun to go to. So even that is, like, really good.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, honestly, some of the bigger tournaments are just the most simple. Like, look at Genesis. Genesis is just... Just a tournament. Big Heads mm-hmm. is just a tournament in a place. There's no, like... It's not like Smash and Splash or Riptide or Royal Flush where it had, like, a... Not a gimmick. I don't want to say gimmick, but, like, you know, one was a water park, one was like a casino.
2: Another, just another attraction. Yeah. But I think it, like, makes... It really does, like, make the tournament, I think. In my opinion, I had so much fun at Smash and Splash. Like, I had so much fun at Royal Flush. I, like... <clears throat> I want more tournaments in that category. I think yes. it's, like... I think it's super healthy for spectators. I think... You know what I mean? I think you, like... Feel like spectators will get like more of their money's worth because they get to go to water park too. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would be really cool to see more tournaments like in that category.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because so. as someone like who goes oh and two to three and two, only <laughs> 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 um, yeah. I mean, I got plenty of time to spare, and you know, a lot of my <laughs> friends <laughs> might do better than me. So if I want to go for a swim, I remember Splash Splash was great. I remember after I think it was the second day. Um, I remember just a bunch of people were like, oh. Uh, pool bar, and, it, like, to be yeah we took so long to get there, and we got kicked out like this, <laughs> but we, like, went into this little pool bar, sat down, and we just, like, in a little ceremony. It was and so
2: cafe. fun, yes, like, ah. those drinks were so good, they those were drinks like, were huge, too, they were, like, the glass were, was, like, this they long. They were,
1: like, $10 a refill, I think, or, like, maybe more, but... Yeah,
2: it was something like that, I don't know, but...
1: Yeah, I think, even though Genesis and Big House are, like, the hard hitters, the ones that have, like, the little... The little things that make them just that little bit more fun really hold a place in my heart. I'm super down for, like, the gambling like, things or the... War they parts. make
2: them... They make them, like, so much more memorable. Rememberable, too. Um, memorable? Like, I remember Smash and Splash. Memorable, sure. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, me- memorable. Not rememberable.
1: <laughs> Stupid ass. <air. laughs> <laughs>
2: they make them so much more memorable and like i just like the pool bar and Sebastian's Flash. splash like that was so much fun so we need more stuff like that
1: yeah i agree i agree um which actually then gets us into our final piece um we were reminiscing a little bit about one of our favorite tournaments which was pound 2019 yeah so we are going to give you two of our favorite in bracket memories and two of our just personal memories from from Pound 2019 iconic tournament honestly
2: Honestly, it was iconic. Pound was amazing.
1: It was my first pound because the pound before that. Really? Well, uh, yeah, because the pound before that was
2: pound the five. First one
1: back, wasn't it? No. Yeah. <clears throat> was pound? Yeah. This? No, there was a 2018 one. Right? Oh no, 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 it was
2: pound six, right? Pound
1: six, yeah. yeah. So pound six, so that and... was the first one back, in then 2019.
2: Yeah, so pound six was the one like in Tyson's Corner. I guess you weren't there. It's a, it's was a place broken. Yeah. One? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was that was my first tournament where I competed. Actually, Pound Six. Um, my first major was like the Super Smash Con before that, mm-hmm. but I didn't compete. But then I competed at that one. And that, that was a fun tournament too. But we're talking about Pound 2019, which happened at the new and improved like Xanadu venue, which is super super awesome at Laurel Racetrack. Um, I'm from MDVA, so Pound is, has a special place in my heart. I love it. Um, but yeah, do you want to go into your your mem the mems first?
1: The mems first. Okay, so yeah, so I think the reason that I wanted to go into pound was the the pound previous. It was because th- the pound previous, the pound, pound six was very, very iconic, and I was like, okay, I am so going to go to this pound. This pound's great. Right. Um So I went, a lot of people went to that to that event. Um Loved the venue. I think it was maybe the first time I'd been to the venue. Um and I I went through the matches um, earlier on today, and there was a lot of matches that I really liked, but I'm going to pick some unusual matches that I don't think you necessarily think I would have picked. So I'm going to pick the JFlex versus Calvar, and I think I need to atone for my fuck chic tweet, because I upset a lot of chic players yesterday, because I tweeted fuck chic. Um,
2: (laughs) I was... Too. Fuck
1: Sheik, though. I thought, oh, I hate Sheik so much. Um, <laughs> but actually, no, I do really like a lot of Sheik players, as long as they're not playing me. Um,
2: so... Yeah, I love like I love watching like high level Sheik play. I mean, it's just I hate playing the matchup. I mean, yes, exactly. we all have matchups we like to play and we don't like to play. You and I mean, hates Sheik,
1: even Sheik. So... <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember watching J-Flex, uh, Calvar. I believe I was commentating it too, actually. And it was one of the first times that I really sat down and watched Calvar play. Now, I'm a Marth main. Um, I really enjoyed watching. I'd seen him play before, but I hadn't seen, like, a fully-fledged match. Um, and I actually am not sure, I can't even remember if he won it, but I just remember watching J-Flex 2, which was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Um, and they were very even, and there's something about a Marth chic matchup. If it's even, it's thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, I don't
2: like I totally any agree. of them
1: dogging on like the other one. I, I I'm just like eh, that's a boring match. Mm-hmm. But whereas like I think there's certain characters that like, for instance, if Peach went against like Puff and then absolutely dogged on the Puff, that'd be hype as fuck. I'm like super here for it. But I think because Sheik and Martha, I don't want to say even, but kind yeah, of... I think
2: I think Sheik Marth has like. I don't know, maybe the most potential for being, like, a true even matchup. Like, we get a ton of people playing, saying, like, oh, no, Sheik, like, Sheik beats Marth, and a lot of other people are like, no, Marth beats Sheik. So, like, we don't even know, you know what I mean? I
1: think Sheik beats Marth, like, this I'm
2: on that page, too. This much.
1: Like, time. I'm of- on that
2: page. I'm on that page, too. But but nobody knows, you know?
1: I think... No, I know. Fuck Sheik. Um, Sheik. <laughs> no, I think... The only reason I think Sheik has the edge, I, I would say it was mostly even. The only reason I think Sheik slightly has it is because of her killing power. That's literally the only thing I think. Because if she fears me, I'm fucking... If I fear her, she's just like, Ugh, what are you going to do next? Like, I find it so fucking <laughs> Another hard. Another fear?
2: You can her, but yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, but it takes so long. Or she fears me, I'm just dead. <laughs> or she, like, sex kicks me and I'm dead. Or she just fucking up-airs me and I'm dead. And there's just... Everything is death. Like, everything is death. It's hard. It's hard. I can smash and... her and, like, she won't die. She can up-smash me and I'm fucking... <laughs> so so yeah but I really
2: enjoyed that match the reason I enjoyed that match wait was... who, won that
1: ma- who won that set I, f- I feel like JFlex did I f- I, JFlex if I remember one, yeah. rightly but that JFlex. would
2: make sense that would make sense because then I was looking at, I glanced at the bracket I didn't like um, there are a couple sets that I want to point out that I um, I didn't really like rewatch them though so I can't really talk about them much but I did see JFlex in like the top um, 48 yeah I JFlex guess. did really it- well that tournament he Yeah, he lost to, uh, he ended up losing to, I want to say cool line But don't quote me on that. Or no, shoot Ch- at Ch- or something? Uh, I don't know.
1: That was also the I pound forgot. of the, um that was the pound of the Icys. Because the Icys were yeah. like, on that pound.
2: Yeah, so that's kind of, maybe I'll go into one. But <coughs> I guess I don't really want to necessarily talk about specific tournaments. But I just want to talk about, like, this tournament was great for MDVA. Um, obviously during this time, like, Zane was at the top by now, and I think, I guess, he was in contention for, like, top three, I want to say. Um, I don't know how accurate this is, but, but, yeah, at this point, um, Zane's like, at the top. And, like, that's great for MDVA. We haven't really had a representative from MDVA be at, like, that high level in a long time. Um, and so he's doing really well. And then we also have Jerry, who Jerry was, like, super up-and-coming. Like, I mean, everyone knew about Jerry um, in his... I think he previously went by Obi. I think that was his name, hmm. um, and he was kind of like a net play warrior when net, when like Anther's Ladder kind of first came out, and he got super super good on netplay. play. And then within our region MDVA, he would ju- he just at some point he started he started as a Falcon main, and then I think he switched to Fox and then Puff and then back to Fox. But at some point, he like started winning every Xanadu he ever entered, and like no one could beat Jerry. It was wild. And then at Pound twenty nineteen, I guess. I think there was a Smash Con before this where he mained Puff, and that was kind of a breakout tournament for him. And then this Pound, he was maining Fox. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, it's just another Puff main. Like, he's just doing, like, Puff gimmicks. But now he's, like, beating the fuck out of people with Fox, and it's, like, iconic. And this tournament, he beat Lucky 3 2. Then he 3 0'd KJ H, which was huge. And that, I rewatched that set um, before we did this, and that, that set was, just, like, really, really good. And Jerry just um, looked super clean. Um, and yeah, and then, yeah, we had Cool Lime, and Cool Lime, um, Cool Lime's kind of like an enigma to me in, like, MTV VA. Like, I don't think he enters that much, but when he does enter, like, he just, like, gets these results that are completely wild, and I don't know, some people will say it's Icy, like, this wobbling, but but no, he's an amazing player. Some
1: will player. say it's icy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> But no, Cool Lime's an amazing player, and he got, like, top, uh, did he get top 12, I think? I don't know. Maybe I'll just look up the bracket.
1: Uh, top six.
2: He? Top 16, probably, yeah. Yeah, but yeah he so.
1: did super well. Wasn't that um, before he went? Wasn't that the same? I think Cool Lime did so well at that that I believe that's how he ended up getting into Summit.
2: Oh my gosh, wait. I forgot Cool Lime was in Summit.
1: I have a really embarrassing story, actually. So I actually didn't know what Cool Lime looked like, and I remember I visited a summit uh, the one year. And I was like, oh, yo, what's up, what's your name? And he was like, I think it's, it's Di- Diego, I think that's his name. Yeah,
2: Diego We.
1: Yeah, so he was like, oh, yo, yo. But he didn't say anything, like, you know, I was just like, oh, hey, what's your name? And he's like, oh, Diego. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. I had no idea who the fuck he was until he sat down. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. <laughs> and he, like, started doing what <laughs> right. And like, well, I was like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> so I'd never seen him. Right. Like, he was always, like, someone I saw. But, like, um, I think I'd saw him on a couple of online tournaments. But I hadn't seen his face. So so yeah. Cool lime did really
2: well that tournament. Yeah, I'm just pulled up the bracket. Um where is he? Coolime. Yeah, Coolime did beat JFlex 3 2. Ah, okay. Um so I didn't remember seeing that. That was in I don't know what standings these were, like some losers match. And then Cool Lime beat Big Kid, and then cool Lime beat Two Saint as well. So he,
1: Oh that was big. I forgot he about was... that. Oh my god, did yeah, you see that so... set though? The cool lime two saint set?
2: I probably did. I forget it though.
1: It was wait, awful. Did, that when it?
2: Wait, was that when it didn't it go to timeout?
1: It was when I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm thinking of the right. The right match here. This is when like Tussain, like just like sat like this, and he was just like.
2: Yeah, I remember that. No, I do remember that. And
1: then he just like didn't care anymore. He just like right.
2: stopped. Caring. No, I do remember that.
1: He was um, very but, upset. Yeah, so...
2: Cool Lime took out, and then Cool Lime beat Kaon, so Cool Lime was just going in on these Tri-State players. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. God, I remember. out to Cool Lime. <laughs> and yeah, Cool Lime made top 12. Nice. Wow, that's iconic. Because um, he had a really good showing with Puff, because um, he would switched to Puff for a while, and his Puff was amazing and was winning Xanadu's, and then he had a really good showing with Puff at a Super Smash Con, I, fr- um, I think the one before this, whichever year that was, Mm-hmm. And then um, switched to Fox and got amazing with Fox and started winning every do with Fox and then comes to Pound and beats some seasoned Fox mains, like known to be really good at the ditto. And now Jerry was like super being taken seriously as a top player and on his way to the top... Um, and I don't know where Jerry is now. I don't know if he's entering. I was about I to say that. I was like,
1: I haven't heard it yeah. Jerry Yeah. So I
2: time. don't... I, I think he was, like, playing Ultimate for, like, when Ultimate came out. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't exactly know. I, I don't know if he's still playing Melee, but... Jerry, we want you to come back. <laughs>
1: Please. <laughs> Please. Um. <laughs> okay. So, the other match that I had um, prepared was... Match where it was Zane IBDW, um, IBDW <laughs> which was honestly so. I remember I knew of IBDW, but I didn't know about IBDW. And this, I feel do you know, like,
2: where like in the bracket this was.
1: Do you know what? I can actually tell you because I watched it. No, I can't. No, I just like oh, oh, hang on, I'm ruining everything. Two seconds, I'm gonna, hang on. yeah, so it's like top 24 losers okay um so yeah i I knew about i b d w and i b d w was very good, um but he had a match with Zane, and I believe he went to game five and it was very sick. It was very cool. I think this was like one of IBW's best showings. I think this is where like i b w started to like start going up it's He was like super by like, to the top. yeah, he was sponsored by Ace at the time, so this was pre pre panda global days, um, oh my
2: gosh.
1: So, this was like when I, f- when I found out about how good IBDW was against name. Wait, I'm image. confused
2: though. Are we talking about. This is pound
1: 2019? Yep. Hang on. So, pound 2019. Do you know what? I can send you the link potentially. Oh, not fucking, not Zane. Why am I saying Zane? Zane's in my mind. Pew 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 Pew. Not Zane.
2: Uh, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm you. looking at the bracket. Like I'm not, I'm not following. No, like,
1: I'm a dumb asshole. <laughs> no, I, I think because Zane was on the mind because we were talking about like. i
2: okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Sorry. Pew 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 Pew. Because Pew Pew had a really, uh, if I remember rightly, did really well. Um, yeah, he
2: did ha- have a little run.
1: And I think this was a really cool pound as well because this was the pound where it was PewFat versus PleptuKing, and that doubles final was incredible.
2: Oh my gosh, I don't remember it.
1: I believe uh, PleptuKing won it. It was like one of the first times the PewFat had been upset in a while.
2: I yeah. miss doubles. I haven't played doubles in so long.
1: Yeah, me neither. Sorry, fucking Zane. Pew Pew. Pew
2: I was so confused.
1: I'm so stupid, dude. So, yeah, that's
2: my second pick. Well, there were definitely some memorable sets <laughs> from Pound 2019. And do you want to talk about some personal memories?
1: Yes. I do want to show you how, out though, however, the I think Pound 2019's Grand Finals was maybe one of the worst Grand Finals I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> <The> only- Hungrybox
2: <laughs> vs. Mango, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cause Ma- yeah, because Mango beat Hbox box in Winners, and then Hungrybox 3-1, 0
1: yeah and... it was just not it was not yeah. the uh the epic battle I, like, that was
2: so trash and then <laughs> wait and then someone threw a crab at hungry box
1: that was indeed the same one yeah I just oh think, my like, gosh i didn't mind hungry box winning that like i've got no beef with it i've seen it many times but i think yeah. i was just expecting more of a battle like I- i'm Absolutely. always here for like a three two Three, like if it had been like a three two and then a right, reset and like then right, three two right. again, I'd have loved it. But it was just so it was
2: it was so soon. I was like, oh. yeah, I remember that. Oh, it was a bummer, but I mean, obviously, congrats, Hungry Box, yeah. and I in no yeah. way endorse throwing a crab.
1: It's just ridiculous. I think that's the thing. It's, it's just like, laughable it's the it's absurd
2: it, the absurdity of it is just so funny to me. Like we're in Maryland, and you're gonna throw a crab. That's so funny. Do you know
1: what? a funny story though? I was I was. Briefly sat next to the guy who threw it because there was a small really group of us. So, the way the pen stage was, there was like two stages, and grand finals was on like on the one side, and mm-hmm. then a bunch of like Mango Nation decided to like sit on the other side. There's like pictures of it, um, and we're all just kind of there, like let's go, Mango, woo! And some dude like, <laughs> sat next to it. Like, there was like, a bunch of dudes that we didn't know, but you know, they, right. were, trying to, they were trying to watch, we're not going to say no. And I remember seeing the guy, and I couldn't tell you what he looked like, but I remember he was like, oh, yeah, like, just went to this crab place nearby. Oh, he's and, like, a primary witness. Like well, I <laughs> didn't see him throw it. I didn't see him throw it. But he was, like, chatting to us for a while, and he was like, oh, I fucking, you know, I hate homie box. Like, the usual kind of, like, eh.
2: Right. Um,
1: I just thought it was, you know, whatever. And then I remember he won, and this dude was gone. And then I just remember seeing the crab, and I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, this man said he was going to eat this layer, and all of a sudden he's just thrown it at like, I saw the weapon. I saw the weapon up close. So,
2: yeah. That is funny. <laughs> and it's even, like, funnier because our friend um, Sweet Pea, I think that's her tag, right? She, um,
1: Oh, I've lost you.
2: She, like, lost she, you. like, tweet. She was there, and she, like, tweeted a picture of, like, this she was sitting behind the guy and like the guy had the crab and she was like oh my gosh like you know you're in maryland when like someone brought a crab to the venue
1: oh my god! little so did weird. she
2: know that <laughs> that crab was a weapon
1: yeah it was so weird dude it was, it's, what a strange time but it makes for like an insane story like
2: totally for this sure this guy had something. a
1: crab thrown at him
2: it makes the tournament memorable, would you say?
1: I would say so. <laughs> um, I actually was going to tell that crap story as one of my memories, so back to you in the studio.
2: Ah, I'm sorry, I stole your thoughts. No, you're here. good, you're
1: good. I mean, I brought it up, so it's cool.
2: Right, right. So, um, I guess one of my memories is, like, this is the first time ever I went out in drag. Uh, which was that that was really really fun um i did like some really cute makeup looks the entire weekend um i was like in and out of the venue kind of because like i said i'm from mtva um and the xanadu venue is like 30 minutes from where i was living at the time um and i didn't and i didn't compete at this tournament because i had like other stuff going on during the weekend but it was super fun and um everyone was super nice, and, like, oh, I got so many compliments on my makeup, and that was my first time, like, in drag at a tournament, and it was super, super nice. Um, so that was definitely a really good memory. I did look very busted. <laughs> my, my makeup was not cute, but I did get a lot of compliments, and everyone was super nice. So That's I, I, Those are, like, the important times to remember. Like, we can kind of, like, I guess there's a lot of negativity, obviously, that we see in the Smash community a lot, um, especially in regards to, like, I think that's exacerbated when everything is online, like it is right now. Um, but honestly, when I go to like when I go to tournaments and I present very femme or like I'm wearing makeup, I get so, like I don't really get a lot of like negativity. Honestly, mm-hmm. I get a lot of positive reinforcement, and that like makes me feel really good. Um, so it is nice to remember those times, especially now during these online times when we don't see that as much, when you can't experience that, that as much. Um, but there is a lot of good in communities. So.
1: I mean I feel like the thing is is the people who are online actually just don't fucking go to tournaments. They just like kind Absolutely, of watch. Right. Just, they just they just do not actually attend the tournaments and know anyone. Totally,
2: totally, totally. So,
1: that's why I always feel significantly safer at an IRL tournament than I do online. Cuz like, like online like, sucks.
2: Right. Like I would feel safer like at a online I mean at a tournament than like watching my set on stream where I'm like wearing makeup. Yeah, <laughs> Cuz exactly. like I have done that before. Like I I commentated as Xanadu once, and I was like wearing makeup, and like uh, I got some mean, uh, some really mean comments in the Twitch chat, and I was like watching back, and it like kind of sucked. But you know, when I'm at the tournament, everyone's super nice. So yeah,
1: yeah, I've never, to be honest, like again, this is just my personal experience, but I don't think I've ever had anyone just come up to me like, "Oh, ugh, woman, go back to <laughs> your kitchen," or like it's never happened. It's never been a thing. Right, I mean, again, right, that's yeah. just my experience. It might have happened to. To other women, and obviously there's a multitude of experiences that women will go through a tournament. However, if absolutely. you wanted to put me into a room with all the people who currently go to tournaments, and all the people, and then you put me into a room with all the online people, fuck that, no. Right.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> right. that
1: is a dangerous little fucking pool of people I don't want to be. Yeah. In. Whereas there's like a bad egg here, here and there. Um, right,
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah, fuck. Online. People, most of the people on, on online are just not even part of the community. They just want to be on there to call mm. people bad words and cause issues and stuff. So anyways, anyways, um, fuck. I forgot. What... Oh, yeah. So, um, Pound was very close to a casino and your girl likes to gamble. So I remember there was a group. <laughs> um, it's true.
2: It's true.
1: So I think it was after Grand finals. I, I could be confused in the days because obviously Pound 2019 was fucking a couple of <laughs> years ago. But I'm pretty sure it was after grand finals, and a bunch of us went to a casino, and we got really drunk. And (laughs) you're just dying on me. (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) So sorry, I swallowed that teat on the wrong hole. Ah.
1: Um. So yeah. So after grand finals, a bunch of us went to the casino. I I want to say like, Wens was there, Chillin was there, uh, Lucky was there, Mango was there. A bunch of people. A bunch of people went. The d
2: Squad. Yeah, yeah, like Johnny,
1: I think, may have been there. Right? I can't remember. There was a bunch of people. Kalindi. And I remember we stayed there until like four in the morning. Like however long it was like open, we were there. <laughs> and then we went back to the hotel, fell asleep. And because it was the day that we were supposed to all be leaving, we were all at very early. I want to say we were in the mm-hmm. lobby, like the hotel lobby by nine. And I remember, some. I can't remember whether it was Wens or whether it was Mango, but they walked in and they were like, Yo, casino, <laughs> and we were like, nah, I'd be kind of down." No, nah, nah. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha. and we Unlabs. went to the casino, and then we literally, <laughs> so like five hours after we'd just been kicked out of the casino because it was closing time, we were back in that shit, like
2: <laughs> That's pretty iconic. much
1: straight again. Um, and it was just ridiculous, like getting into the car and just kind of like driving back five hours later, having like next to no sleep semi still drunk and then getting there babe it's 9 a.m drunk.
2: time for the casino
1: it was so good like you definitely still like a little drunk and then you were just like <laughs> i remember being like oh we're not gonna drink there, right because i'm fucking dying they're like here are the dog and i was like okay <laughs> um so that was some degenerate shit and um we all gambled until we had to fly home but that that was a really good memory for me so that is a really
2: good memory i think i
1: went to the casino every night except for like two
2: did you, like, win money or lose money? Or you can refrain to answer. <laughs> I
1: actually barely remember. I just remember the first night that I came back from the casino, I'd had far too many drinks, and I threw up outside the hotel.
2: Love that um, for you. I don't endorse that. We've all been there.
1: <clears throat> I don't actually throw up that often, but that night, for whatever reason. I blame the tequila in, in MDVA. Certainly. Is oh my
2: gosh, fun. wait. Do you remember the, the Smash Punch? Because at that pound, that's where oh, they had the little yeah. bar, and they had the little, like, green, like, smash punch. That shit, Except like, slumped. Yeah, that I was sure so was good.
1: I like that. Okay, so this is what I like. I know a lot of people don't like um, alcohol at venues and stuff like that, but I think the Ray, reason... Right, we
2: talked about that. It
1: yeah, we talked about it in our last podcast. Check it out. Um, but I think when you don't allow alcohol into the venue, people will, like, sneak it in, and, like... And it's, like, a large manner of alcohol. But the, the good thing about Pound was that it was controlled and there was a bar and it wasn't like people Absolutely, were drinking right. out of their mind. But people were just like uh-huh. having little drinks where it was very, very controlled. And I don't think I actually saw anyone drunk at the Pound venue. And I didn't see anyone drunk unless they were at the casino, which was like a few miles away. You had to drive to get there. Right. Um, so yeah, I think actually that would be a great idea if you're going to have alcohol at an event. In fact, I I would encourage having alcohol at an event as long as it's like controlled because then it stops people wanting to bring shit in and then getting mm-hmm. out of hand. That was sick. That yeah, was definitely. so well controlled. That was
2: so good.
1: That shit was fab. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Take me back. I'm so sad the Pound 2020 didn't happen. You know how why that
2: was?
1: That was literally the next one too. That's the one. We, that's the first one we lost. Was pattern 2020 because mm-hmm. we had Genesis. Right, because that
2: Pound happens in, like, April, right? Like, mid-April, kind of. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Rest in peace. (laughs) This podcast is in memory of Pound 2020.
1: (laughs) First one we lost. Never forgotten. Always missed. (laughs) Oh, I was so sad. I remember when Pound Online was announced, too, and I was like, I'm not going to fucking watch that. I'm
2: just going to be sad. I'm just going to be sad about it.
1: It just hit my feet. Right. Sad times. We'll have it back though. I'll be there in 2025 20, when everything opens up again.
2: 2025,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big sad energy. Um, so, if you have answers to what kind of tournament you would like to run, please pop them in the comments. If you don't like what we've said, tell us in the comments. If you don't like us, tell us in the comments. Just absolutely, no, maybe comments? not. We don't give a fuck about what you have to say, okay? My
2: confidence is fragile. Please don't <laughs> keep that here, so. <to> <laughs>
1: Say what you want about me, bitch. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: a fuck.
2: If you want to talk to me, pull up to me at a major and say that shit. Do not. What is safe to? What is safe during our elements?
1: <laughs> safe to my Don't hide behind your keyboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, please, please leave a comment or a like or whatever you you like to do. Uh, we'll be back next month. Uh, we'll probably be talking about Smash Twitter and bringing back the memories of our fallen tournaments again. Um, bring my fresh ones. <laughs> really? God bless. Um, and yeah, this has been this has been wonderful to have you again. Appreciate you for coming through.
2: Thank you for coming to the T.gg. And we will see you next time. Peace. Ciao. <laughs>